Hello and welcome to Archetype of Your Reality. I am Huge Archetype, your host, and this is our first episode on the Spring Equinox. And today's episode is about initiations and new beginnings, and I find it very fitting to have this topic, of course, because of the Equinox, but also that it's also the start of the new year in terms of the Gregorian calendar with January starting. And the current state of the world, there's a lot of things that people are being brought into and people are connecting deeper with themselves in this time. So what a greater subject to start with in terms of my first episode and in terms of this year rolling out with the Equinox. And today we have a special guest, a dear friend of mine, dear sister of mine, uh, Julia Shakeman, multidimensional channel for healing and performative arts. She is a yoga teacher for a few years in her practice and as well as a Reiki master. And how are we feeling today, Julia? Yes, hello, 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 huge. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I am super excited to be on your podcast and especially around this time to speak about new beginnings and initiations it feels like a very beautiful alignment so i'm excited to be here and yes awesome yeah <laughs> so for people who don't know who julia is or who i am or if you're just tuning in she and i have known each other for quite a long time um how many years you you would say i'm 26 how old are you right now i'm 24 we met 2016 so give or take like five years yeah wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so in that time you know julie and i have witnessed um a lot of different growth periods between us um separately of course and collectively whenever we have time to meet up and align throughout these five beautiful years of our friendship and throughout these you know different cycles there's always things that spirit there's things that life accords us to and it's beyond anyone else's control. It's beyond even your control. It's a unique frequency we all carry. And I think that's what really brings upon destiny for us mm. to be initiated into things and for these new beginnings to always align with us. So I'd like to ask you, Julia, what does initiations mean? And what does new beginnings mean? And how do those two come together for you? Oh, that's a great question. So you know, for me, initiation, I look at it as a way, as a rite of passion, a rite of passage. And an initiation is something that requires you to change. It is something that requires one to step out of their current reality, to step out of the confines of what they know, to experience the unknown, essentially. And I look at it as a call to action that can manifest in so many different ways. Uh, for different people, but also in so many different ways at different times in somebody's life. I know that's the case for me. My initiations have come in many different ways, uh, which have ultimately led to new beginnings, right? It has led to needing to shed, needing to let go of the paradigm that I was holding onto and start to be reborn into an entirely new world, <laughs> a new person. It really does feel like going through these initiations. Um, I come out of it brand new where the me that went into that initiation is no longer there to a certain extent. And there's so much change 
that has come through as a byproduct. Right. And I, I like how that's a very thorough, that could be a very thorough process when we're in complete trust and surrender of what we're aligning to. And, you know, a lot of people, I feel like, may go into something and then they revert back into old ways of cycling through things which can maybe have one overlook this as not a new beginning but um perhaps something that's happening again so yeah definitely mm. feel resonant with what you're saying in terms of initiation that it's a type of it's a specific type of change that brings upon a new part of you to rise to the occasion so it's kind of like the hero's journey in a way Yes, um, yes, absolutely. It's that call to action, that call to change where you're going through life and then something happens where you have a decision, you have a choice to make. And, you know, at times you may be able to make that choice in that moment and at times you don't. But I do feel that initiation is that initial call to action, that something is going to change or something needs to change. <sighs> yes. It's exactly like, um, it's like when you, when I think of initiate, when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about how in movies they go initiate sequence for lunch <laughs> three. And I'm like, okay, but what is, how does that, what does that mean? It's like, it's a preparation, you know, the, the missile is about to launch. Something's about to go off. Mm. We got to make sure everything's ready for that. So, you know, <laughs> with all that. this, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That was really what's going on in my mind. And I was like, how do I portray this in a um, in a more personified way into the human emotions? And mm. definitely with the pandemic, um, I've been really, uh, really been initiated to go through certain aspects of my codependency, certain aspects of my relationship with my services as a healer, as an artist, even as a creator. Mm. And you know, these are things I love and these are things that are authentic to me and my core. So I feel like life throughout the past few years, I've caught these new beginnings, but I've never completed them. Mm. So every year I feel like I'm continuing where I left off because I didn't follow through all the way the last cycle. And <laughs> I think this is where like, there's a very sacred moment when you catch the drift of an initiation because this is like the moment's perfect for this. Like the seed is ready, the soil is prepared. It's this month of the year. The intention's right for this type of condition to thrive in. Mm -hmm. And I think I've I've personally gone through the cycle of certain patterns I see throughout certain times of the year. And we spoke about this uh, before this call. Um, that. There are certain things that I've been going through this year. And it's only been three months, um, basically, into it almost uh, two months, basically. But in these eight weeks, you know, I've already seen things that that I was feeling, things that I've experienced, but from different characters. Mm. But, but it happened before with different characters. So there's like a repeating pattern in terms of the energetic signature, and yeah. that's where you know last year and this time around coming into it and seeing these patterns like i've been here before <laughs> and it just really and how much i've matured throughout the past year and a half um, with my boundaries my values my worth and just becoming more clear about my intentions i know more than ever the sacred quality of initiations where again like 
it's just the perfect timing for that. And if you don't take it now, you might have to wait for it to cultivate in a way that works for you, that aligns with you. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense too. And that's where I think the cyclical nature of initiations plays a role where Mm -hmm. we have these ideas, we have these dreams, we have these goals for ourselves. And in order to achieve those things, we need to be initiated into the version of ourselves that can sustain it, that can actually maintain those goals and dreams. And so I feel like the initiation, I look at, I look at life like a a book, we have our book of life. And we are all at different chapters in our own book of life and different Mm -hmm. chapters are going to require different changes, different initiations. But like you said, it could still be something you've already had an initiation in. And this is a deepening of it where now you're being initiated as a new version of yourself. It's that same initiation, that same call to action. And I know for me, I've also been experiencing that of very similar themes that have come up for me last March Mm -hmm. are pretty much coming up again in a little bit of a different form, but it's asking me the same thing. It's asking me to surrender deeper to the divine. It's asking me to have a deeper level of trust. Essentially, these initiations are like for the things that I'm the things that I was going through. I was there last last March are coming up for me. Coming into this initiation again, which also is looking through the eyes of a new end of pipe. I'm looking through the eyes of somebody in the beginning of this new stronger boundaries, who does know myself more, who is in an even deeper alignment with what I feel to be my soul's calling. And as I am being approached with this new initiation, with this new call to action, um, how I go about it is different than it was last year. And I see it very differently. And I feel like that's part of this cyclical nature of initiations where we will be reinitiated, reinitiated again and again and again for as long mm-hmm. as it's necessary to achieve or receive Whatever is meant from that initiation. Yes. <sighs> wow. That was a lot. That was really juicy. Oh, I yeah. I was definitely feeling the, the message of like, yeah, I was starting to introduce the word cyclical and I'm glad you expanded upon that for us. And it's always this thing, like you said, beginning again and again. And there's so many parts of our multidimensionality that wants to be fulfilled, that wants to connect, and not everyone is going to be in the same sequence of how they come into ordinance with certain lessons. And I feel that's really important in terms of what you're being initiated to, to, to do and what requires, like you said, you need to become a person that can sustain that energy. So you have to be initiated. You have to be kind of like interviewed by the universe. Like, how do you handle this? Are you willing to let go of this? No. Okay. Then the initiation has let me know that, you know, the initiation Mm. has let you know through the experience that you're not ready or you're not willing to fully consent or subscribe to this initiation. And I felt that throughout last year, particularly just going deeper into like the emotional aspect of codependency, um, just certain relationships I was building last year. And it was before even last year, um, these relationships established. And I saw a cyclical nature echoing uh, throughout mm-hmm. these relationships of things that happened to me, you know, even in high school or little after high school and even in childhood. And it was just a ripple effect. I'm like, wow, how many times have I had the opportunity to go deeper? 
and you know not only the opportunity but also me personally taking the choice to go deeper into these and yet there seems to be something i'm missing um that i'm seeing myself in the same situation mm. and it took me a while to get out of that mindset because why i'm explaining this is if i believe every moment is new i believe every moment you could start anew and there's a lot of work that you and i both uh revere in terms of dr joe spencer's work mm. and there's some this is something that he doesn't mention but i came across this term called hyper present plane and it's the state where we're present of like all moments which is like you know when we're just like present of like all like a lot like many 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 possibilities and we're just very mm. present with that state mm. of being yes so i think about that being you know a foundation of any moment you're creating that everything's always going to be new and it's really based on the way we interface with it Mm-hmm. and to bring more into what i mean by interfacing is during my fasting journeys with um you know holistic nutrition and becoming better for myself uh physically and biologically or learning the hormonal things that we go through and how much that plays into part of how we perform with different moments because if every moment's new then why don't we see it that way and i think it's because of these hormones and the more i fast the more i realize that these there were old emotions coming up and during a fasting journey you know, you're not supposed to really you're not supposed to eat and it's also you could fast in terms of technology people a certain hobby of yours but basically you're starving that part of yourself and disciplining it so it doesn't have a control on you and during these fasting journeys you know anger would come up or grouchiness mm-hmm. you know or like irritability irritability that's <laughs> so- a big one yeah so i'm not i'm not gonna go reach for you know food i'm not gonna go reach for sex i'm not gonna go reach for a friend to distract me when i know the bigger picture of me using another stimuli hmm. to suppress a natural thing that's trying to be released because i'm allowing that space for it to be released mm-hmm. the light so, of your awareness right and that's an initiation right it's just like can you go through this emotion without the food this time mm. And when yes. I went got past that initiation I had this new beginning this new approach to my anger and I talked to one of my friends who's also very deep into you know holistic nutrition and he rewarded it for me when I said um can you relate when you fast you don't feel certain emotions anymore because you're not producing those hormones and he rewarded by saying yes but it's not that you're not feeling the emotions anymore it's that you've learned to interface with them differently you've learned to interact with these parts of you differently mm i love that learning how to regulate in an entirely different way through removing the mm-hmm. triggers the stimulants that kept you in the cycle so food or substances whatever that was to fill the void yes and then, yeah and then you're really asked to face yourself you're really asked to be with yourself and that's an initiation to sit down without distractions without reaching for the bottle or the phone whatever it is and being with what comes up for you and learning how to do that and learning how to self regulate i feel like that is an incredible initiation that not only are i know you and i going through on an individual level but collectively we're experiencing where we are living during such highly stressful highly unknown times that that is initiation within itself and mm-hmm. i find more times initiations happen as a byproduct of life being uncomfortable of life being 
intense or a death or illness or whatever kind of intense form that initiation comes from. And not always, right? I don't think that's always the case, but I noticed that's a lot of the time, a lot of times it takes something so in- extreme, traumatic, traumatic, intense to really shake somebody up out of that comfort, out of that compliancy with whatever they're, whatever the situation they're in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're going through that on a collective level of people are really being asked to face themselves, to see themselves and to address it accordingly. What is working for you? What is not working for you? What about yourself? Are you seeing? What aren't you? What are you ignoring? Right. And I'm sorry to cut you off. I continue. No, it's all good. And, (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, I feel like what people choose to do from those moments of initiation is an initiation within itself that response how do you choose to respond to what you're now seeing so for us collectively right we're going through these intense times with covid and and very unknown things and a lot of unknowns about other things how do you respond that's the initiation i feel this all comes back to um a place of self like it's all about the self and I'm, you're you're stirring up you're stirring up a bigger emotion in me by you know connecting these ideas that every initiation we go through it's all happening for the self through the self from the self that we are and in mm. terms of the pandemic happening you know a lot of I'm an artist I'm a creative as well as you are and a lot of artists and creatives were put up to the challenge to thrive in this environment, to thrive in this new way. And, you know, many of us have suffered in terms of outside of artistic creative expressions being a way to make livelihood. A lot of people's livelihood was, of course, impacted by this pandemic. But in terms of creating, because that, that's, that's our ultimate power, in terms of creating things for ourselves, initiating, creating an initiation process for ourselves, and that's what I also mean by alignment and and what you mentioned with sustaining. And can we can we go to a, a point in our in our consciousness where we could start again and allow ourselves to keep starting again? And is and is there a way is there a way we could always be in tune with that initiation process? And I think it really comes from a, a place of committing to the self you know, loving the self, giving self-awareness to the being that you are. And I feel like every initiation um, goes through this as the epitome of its processes. You as Julia, me as Huge, we're constantly having new realizations about the self that we are. And it's always bringing upon a new way of being that brings upon this quote I was thinking about. It's uh, every part of your life journey is we're gonna ha- is going to require a different part of you to complete mm. it yes and that makes me think that life is an initiation for as long as we're on this planet every single breath is an initiation every single br- inhale is an opportunity to see something in a new way to start something to change something and every exhale is an opportunity to release to let go to move forward and that's Mm -hmm. innately built into us into our body mechanism so it shows that there's a 
there's a power and a potency in viewing life that way and viewing life as a constant initiation where you're always being asked to evolve and move forward, whatever that looks like. And it's through the self you realize that everything is inside of the self because inside of the self is the divine is the seat of our soul, right? Our spirit, that aspect of us that is connected to the divinity. And I know for me personally, that's been a deep initiation I've been going through of deepening my connection to the divine and knowing that that goes for me, it's like I've been connected to the divine since I was a little girl. I've always been tapped in and tuned in in ways that I did not understand until much later on in my life. But throughout my entire life, I always felt this call mm. of God, this call of the divine to come home. And anytime I had an opportunity to do that was an initiation. And <laughs> here's the thing, though. Does that mean every single time I was able to choose the highest road and walk towards the divine every time absolutely not and i think that's mm. also so important is the experience <laughs> yes yes the paradox that that is divine to choose something that doesn't quote unquote align with what i thought i needed to do because at the time maybe i didn't have the strength or the, ca the capacity but at the end of the day that brought me exactly to where i need to go to then get closer to the divine <laughs> you know, it's those a, initiations. Mm, it, it's um, a remembrance in every state of remembering that we remember that we remember a part we get of to see more of our through these people in the moment through these know, events that happen in our lives. The objects and where in terms of characters and events, they feel less separate from us in terms of what we're creating from our own lives. Wow, hold on. And we're going, we're getting, you know, pretty multiverse with this topic but you know we're starting to get into the term the concept of synchronicity now and how everything is meant for you and certain things that you need to be initiated into may not make sense but when you look at you know all these cycles of there's certain things you had to begin anew and i also want to state that beginning something new doesn't mean your whole being you know that that seems really intense you're imagine your whole life becoming anew but <laughs> I feel like there's aspects of us that take turns and there's like certain things that rotate into procession. And what I mean by that also is like, we're multidimensional beings. So there's definitely the highest aspect of myself that embodies and imbues, you know, virtues and is very noble. And there's very much, you know, an instinctual primal part of me that's lustful and passionate and wants to invigorate itself with life. And another part of me, again, that's very much in a higher perspective of how to connect with life. And mm. both these aspects and everything in between these two polarities I'm mentioning as a template, you know, all these little facets in between those two extreme points need to be heard, need to be fulfilled. And what I mean by fulfilled, they need to be acknowledged. They have to have their own experience. So there are times in my life where I'm going into this aspect of my personality because i'm with these types of people and it brings out this part of me and you know i love it but it's so different from this other part of me and it's not like that i'm being a hypocrite it's that there's a certain thing i have to see there's a certain thing i have to embody and that's the next word i want to bring up mm. is like embodying yourself in these initiations and do you it's like do you get the point of why you're here and if you do, you know, can you enjoy that ride and just explore that part of you? Because, you know, for me, in terms of my life, um, 
from since I was young to now, I've been in so many different cliques, um, if you could call them cliques or different atmospheres, <laughs> right? Groups of people, uh, yeah. Right. And to just go through it, you know, I've been in middle school and high school, I was, you know, drinking, smoking from age 11. I was addicted to certain types of, you know, designer drugs like ecstasy and ADHD medication, stuff like that. I was smoking and skateboarding, metal music. Um, going after certain types of women, going having certain types of friends that I depended on to allow my, the state of my being to be valid. And just even speaking about that part of myself, you know, that part of myself still exists. It's just more nurtured. And it's the way I interface with that part when that part does come up, the part that was very much the forefront of my personality was, when I was in my adolescence. That part still exists. It just has matured and become more cohesive, more unified mm. with the core of my being, which I believe everyone's core is love. So, you know, that part has been loved more. That part has been nurtured more and it's valid. And I had to yeah. get initiated into those parts of my being. And if not, I've definitely seen, you know, residual feelings of, yo, oh, I felt like this when I was 16. I felt like this when I was 13. I felt like this when I was 19. And I'll, you know, I felt those moments in the past two years, mm. and but they've matured and they've become more sophisticated that I could actually have a conversation with those parts of me and coming out of them and then going into a completely different part of my life after getting mm. out of that cycle, after letting go of those people, after letting go of the resonation, um, the, res the resonant elements that allow me to stay there after letting go of those vibrational frequencies and going to a and exploring a new cycle of myself opening up and i think that's initiation right after you end it prepares you for something else the unknown a new beginning yes absolutely i i really hear you on everything you just shared i know in my childhood in my teenage years i went through something very similar where i was the party girl i was drinking all the time i was on xanax and it was a very intense time in my life where even in junior year when i was 17 uh, my father, he passed away from brain cancer. And I did not know how to deal with that. I did not know how to regulate or cope. So I would turn to the drugs, the people, the really unhealthy coping mechanisms to address this deep level of grief and sorrow that I didn't know how to deal with. And so Going through that was an initiation to such an extent where literally a year later, I decided to just stop talking to all my friends. I learned about mindset and the power of our thoughts, which was the first time at that, which was the first time that I ever became aware that I was aware. <laughs> and what I mean by that, <laughs> that was the first time I ever realized that there's a voice in my head that thinks up until that day, up until that moment, it was just, I was, I was going through life just there was a voice in my head that was speaking and that's that I didn't really have any awareness to it and it wasn't until my dad died and my ex just turned to drugs and I went through this crazy depression like the darkest deepest depression I wanted to kill myself I really did not want to live and mm -hmm. in that and going through that darkness and really living life as just wanting to die it 
gave me the greatest wake up call when I started to see that I actually had the power to change that, that I actually have a choice in the way that I respond to life and that I'm not a victim to my circumstances, but that I can choose to move forward. And I really look at my dad dying as an initiation to me being on this path because yes. if he did not go through cancer and I did not watch what happens to a healthy person when they become sick and ultimately die, I would not be who I am today. I would never have cared to help mm -hmm. myself, yet alone others. Mm -hmm. you know. And, and that's kind of what I was referring to earlier of Sometimes the traumas are, sometimes the initiations are really traumatic because they have to be in order to shake one up from their current reality. But in that, like you were saying, it leads to a whole new world, like a mm -hmm. whole new side of self that I didn't even know existed. Where now, yes, that hurt child, that 17 year old me who felt grief, I have moments, you know, I absolutely do because that part of me is still inside of me. But what has changed is I now have new ways to regulate. Mm -hmm. I have yes. new coping skills. I have new perspectives and awareness that allow me to gracefully nurture this aspect of myself rather than what used to happen, which was just a deep level of escapism and so forth. Yes. <laughs> I would like I would like to build up on that really quick because I'm getting yeah. I'm getting a lot of um, momentum from what you're saying. Yeah, that was beautiful um definitely feel that too if i didn't go through the certain things in my family dynamic with my father and my mother separating my father being an alcoholic um as well as you know drug addiction i went through toxic relationships that i found comfort mm. and survived in and having all this reference and then getting into psychedelics when i was younger getting more into certain mystical practices of shamanism and meditation from like the far east and just starting to find all of these initiation processes right throughout mm -hmm. my life just like um how we could look at you witnessing your father's death and transition you know peace be his soul that he he watching that experience that was an initiation for who you are now and that's how i feel the same with what i'm becoming right now and mm. when i say what i'm becoming what am i becoming and it's like this very authentic part of me that I'm always striving for. And everything has been an initiation. And it's like, that's like the grand, I guess, initiation of all initiations. Like there's all these initiations in our life yes. as part of this grand initiation of what our true form, our true authentic expression here. Everything that I've, everything that I've been through is, you know, has led me up to these last few months thinking like, wow, um, every moment that i've risen i've always kept focus on this truth of wanting to heal and connect and wanting to be better for myself and i did not i did not know in the times that i was doing this when i was younger you know after high school i was really focused on my uh healing in terms of you know just all aspects of my being that i would be doing you know sound therapy and holding space <laughs> and ceremony and being a spiritual life coach and like you know being able to heal people through my art and my expressions on on a very wide uh, range level so i didn't think about those things and these initiations were always always coming from a place of i want to love myself more i want to get to know myself more mm. and 
as long as I kept that focus, I've understood my initiation. So I think that's a good key in terms of the things we go through. It's like everything is to help you learn to love yourself more. Yeah. And, and to add to that, I feel like our initiations in life, as long as we're on this earth, I truly believe every single person came to this world with a purpose, a dharma, something they're here to do, something they're here to fulfill and experience. And life has this way of bringing us to that. And I feel like I experienced that in my life where when my father was passing away and, and everything was really traumatic with my ex and I was just super deep on drugs, I wasn't looking for anything. I wasn't even looking for help because of how deep in the dark I was. It just happened. It happened so quickly. It felt like a smack, in the, like a, mm. a large smack from the sky, a large cloud of thunder that just shook everything up. And it feels like that was almost divine intervention yeah. in a way, you know, where God was telling me, no, this is where you need to be doing. This is where you need to be going. And I actually could listen at the time. I mean, I feel like I have had other moments like that where I said earlier, I didn't listen, but I did listen. And that allowed me to then see and step into this unknown, which brought through things I would have never imagined. That's why I was laughing when you were saying, you know, what, what has come out of this for you? Because <laughs> it's still it still baffles me how I came out doing energy work and moving the body through yoga and just the power of prayer and mindset and meditation, our emotions. Like these are things I never even really knew existed to the extent that I do now. So I find it funny how life has this way of bringing you to where you need to be, whether you know it, which in your case, you knew you wanted that healing. You knew you wanted that self-love. Um, mm. And then in my case, I didn't even know I wanted that, but mm. that was what I needed. And that's where I was brought through a lot. And, and one thing that's coming to my mind too, just in terms of initiations in general, is I know we've mentioned that initiations can be traumatic and oftentimes they're intense because they need to be in order to get somebody to really commit to a change. However, I don't think they always are that. No. I don't think they're always that intense and, and need to be. They can be, be. graceful. <laughs> they can be graceful and really pleasant, mm -hmm. really enjoyable. And I actually feel that that is a new beginning. That is a new paradigm to be existing in mm -hmm. where these initiations don't have to be so traumatic anymore because through our traumatic initiations, we've now learned and are continuously learning the language of the divine, of through synchronicities, through... Uh, people through situations and we're fine-tuning we're learning how to listen to it and then these initiations actually become incredible <laughs> incredible i know even when i went to hawaii last year i felt like i was sent on a vision quest and mm -hmm. it was so amazingly intense <laughs> amazingly intense where i was being initiated that entire trip into a deeper more wholesome version of myself who was more clear in the things that I want to build in this world. And the whole thing was joyful. You know, it didn't have to be so intense and so traumatic. So I feel like that's also a perspective to look at initiations and realizing they can be intense and extreme, but they can also be very subtle. And I actually think more times they are subtle and they only get to be so intense and extreme when we're not listening to the subtleties. And that's when we get that clap from the sky, that sound of thunder that mm. forces a change of awakening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. 
I like how you, yeah, for sure. Like, um, I feel like in all my initiation, how's that tea? <laughs> this tea is incredible. <laughs> Just quick shout out, please, if you're listening to this, get some rose tea, okay? It will We're not going to tell you what brand. We're not appetizing <laughs> or endorsing. But, um, Preferably with uh, holy basil in it, and you will be initiated. <laughs> you will be initiated into the beautiful tastes and aromas of arroz and basil. <laughs> but anyways, basil. coming back into um, <laughs> aspect of like divin divine ordinance, divine accordance, um, divine timing of things and how that plays, how that incorporates into an initiation period. And during those times where you're, you know, what you're saying is the subtle moments. And I think that, Im that implies the gift of choice we have in every moment to choose what we want to get initiated into. But there's also these things, like you said, like you weren't looking for it, but it's inevitable. So there's certain initiations, like your soul is just completely like in resonance to, and you can't deny it. And you know, like, life is giving you hints like hey here's an opportunity for you to like go in this path of like remembering yourself more as a soul you know as a as a multi-dimensional being and there's other initiations too like i said with the polarities in terms of like different aspects of ourselves that need to be fulfilled and those things have to be brought into play and brought into unison and that's how I see, you know, my whole life, uh, how it's been up for the past like 10 years, uh, 10, 12 years of uh, mm. just exploring all these things. And it's been setting me up for this part of my life. And every step of the way, I was learning something new and different. It was always this resonance um, and how things just synchronized with what I was going through. And I knew I was being prepared for something. You know, I, if I was if I was an eye in the sky, I would look at my my life here in the past six years and. I would see it as this very well-developed structured like story of like me following the cookie trail. And that's mm. what I mean the gift by the gift of choice. Cause not everyone will continue to follow the cookie trail. Some people will doubt where it's taking them or yeah. feel like it's not for them. They're too, they're not worthy enough for something so great. They could feel mm. the greatness. They could feel something grand or something new happening. And they don't want to take that step into it because they feel like, I'm not worthy. Who am I to believe that I'm capable of this or being in this position and seeing myself that way? And um, I don't know if you've ever heard the imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I was, no, please, you're on a roll. Just, <laughs> just hit us with it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like with initiations, you know, we, we really, when I hear us talking about initiations right now. It's but it's like which ones do we know that that means like everything's an initiation, but like which ones really are for us? It's like wow, this is something I always knew I wanted, and wow, I remember the first time I had this feeling of wanting this, and three years, five years, ten years later in some people's lives, they're like, what held me back? Why didn't I initiate this before? Mm, and yeah. I, I feel like people it's because people aren't resonant with their authenticity their soul and 
there's so again i feel like i came into such an empowering place in my life that i am right now because i under i came to an understanding of what was important in terms of my being and like what values that i hold and just like understanding how i connect to the universe and you know if that's a priority i would see one operating in reality and seeing that there's all these opportunities to become better for themselves and that's what we were talking about before too the grand initiation mm. is to like follow the cookie trail to your most true self yes and that's where i feel too specifically what we're going through during this pandemic it kind of has been that initiation for people yes. if they haven't had that before of what's important to me where am i putting my energy and my time into what is not working for me um and and getting really clear on these things that may have not been working for a long time and i feel like what you're saying is so true is the correlation between initiation and choice and that ultimately you may be initiated but it takes a choice to actually walk through what is being asked of you at that time to actually step into it and follow the cookie trail the cookie crumbs and to follow what you're feeling to do because yes. the thing is how can we blame anybody how can we have any judgment for anybody at all when this is the world that we're taught this is what people this is what i was taught i'm sure this is what you were taught is you just follow what you're told to do you know from the way that our school systems are set up you follow your teacher we follow our politicians we listen to our doctors we listen right. to the, what they tell us and there's no real thought for yourself it's not oh but what is your own intuition telling you what is an intuition what it's does that, that inner, feel like that inner cookie trail <laughs> yes and it's that <laughs> subtle that's that subtle side of us where i feel like our intuition isn't loud and dominating like our ego which is like you are unworthy the mm -hmm. the intuition is you you are worthy and you do deserve it but that you know that's not as loud as no you don't deserve it because you're a piece of shit or whatever the voice in the head is saying to you and that's where i do feel like that choice has to come in where you can be presented with a really yes. big change a really big opportunity to step into something new to let go of the part of us that go of the part of self that feels unworthy uh, but that takes a willingness to be brave and to step into the unknown which is what is required for that initiation and i like what you said earlier too because initiations can be many different forms you can be initiated into a really dark phase into your life a really mm -hmm. depressing phase that you are a kleptomaniac drug addict lying stealing person but that was exactly what was needed to then be on the other side of things which i know is what happened for me Mm -hmm. and what you're saying happened for you is we had to yes. go through that extreme darkness that extreme underworld that phase of being in the underworld to know it to experience it to have it in our bones to have it in our dna to then see it from the complete opposite side and integrate it and be able to speak to it and so to bring it back real quick is that i feel like in order for the initiation to happen it is about learning the language of our intuition and what we're being mm. asked uh, and mm. that's really how our initiations can happen in a much more 
fluid way without yeah. needing to be so extreme. And what I was saying is as a society, we're not taught how to listen to this voice. We're actually taught the complete opposite to not listen to this voice. And then we end up going through, people end up going through their entire lives unhappy, unfulfilled, depressed, sick. And I really do believe it comes from that lack of connection to this aspect of ourself, which is yes. what I feel we're being initiated into as a collective because of this pandemic. We're all being asked to tap into that deeper part of ourself that was easy to bypass when we're working all the time or distracting with people or life. But life slowed down and we had to get really honest with ourselves, everybody. Yes. And that looked different for everybody. And some people chose, keyword chose to evolve. I know people who've come out of this pandemic richer, fitter, happier, healthier, more whole within themselves. Mm. And I know people who've come out of this way more depressed, uh, way more unhealthy and confused. So mm -hmm. how we choose to approach these initiations is based on how willing we are to listen to the subtlety of what it's asking. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yes. drink some rose tea to that. Drink some rose tea to that, my friend. Just um wow. It definitely showed I think this pandemic has definitely shown everyone where they're truly at on an energetic level and how much they've invested into cultivating a relationship with spirit and with energy and just with presence and you can really see it in certain people and regardless of you know what people are being initiated into because of the circumstances shifting everything that's making people dive into certain aspects of themselves whether it's a part that makes them thrive or a part that's still surviving in this world that's um definitely going through a major reformation it is a time in all of our lives where we're being asked, like you said, to remember ourselves in our true state, which is being fully empowered. And that's kind of like my whole manifesto of archetype of reality. It's like you are the one creating the experience that you want for the body that you wanted, that the body you want to experience this reality. And mm -hmm through you know what i call self mastery and learning how to master yourself that you are i think this is why I be, why i love this type of world that i'm working with people and connecting with people and having to share my knowledge through this you know portal of self mastery and um, archetype of reality and what that means is you know really brings upon the epitome of what all these initiations are like you just beautifully weave for us in these past like year and a half what is that like 15 months of our lives mm -hmm. the past 15 months has really reveled us to connect in that relation to ourselves yes and ourselves and also something higher and that's mm -hmm. what i know has been such a deep initiation for me from last march even like right around the time this pandemic was really starting and it really was i was really being asked to redefine my relationship mm -hmm. to spirit and redefine what I believe God to be, the universe to be. And this initiation was so deep where I was asked to let go of 
everything that I was doing. I was asked to just temporarily stop doing yoga, stop doing yoga, yeah, stop working with clients and just get really clear on this yeah. specific and we honored that yes yes we did and in that i noticed for me like when i was willing to let everything go mm-hmm. it all came back <laughs> and yeah. that was was so wild was i wasn't i really was in a place where i was like god spirit universe if you don't want me to do these things yeah. i submit my will to you no that's it like that's that's enough for me and in that I was shown why I need to be doing these things <laughs> and, and willing right. to let go, which was like that initiation that once again, even again, I'm coming into it's cyclical. So I'm coming into now is that redefining once again, that recommitting, that reconnecting to that relationship with the divine, which if we're talking about initiations and everything and global pandemic and self mastery, those things cannot exist without that without the divine and the divine is the basis of everything and the more i know yes. i've been remembering that committing mm. to that living from that place things are changing and i am in the unknown land of the unknowns <laughs> <laughs> in a place is, i never would have thought <laughs> and isn't that truly where we're at all moments like this <laughs> infinite potential of being yeah and that's what um you know who we both revere as the godfather of neuroplasticity <laughs> dr joe spenzi talks about you know how dr joe dr daddy joe you know? <laughs> daddy joe yeah he talks about that he talks about mm-hmm. how every moment we're presented with infinite potential and we're always basing it off a, a statistic that our body has ingrained emotionally mm-hmm. on oh this is how i was successful before so I'm going to take this opportunity because I know I'm going to be that has least amount of risk. You know, yes. I know that and I'm successful in this. I'm not going to risk any my energy and anything else. I don't want to be ridiculed. Mm-hmm. I don't feel ashamed. None of that. Mm-hmm. I'm safe here. So I'm not going to try to look into that new idea because what I'm doing now is safe mm-hmm. and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he really often talks about that our mind is an archive of the past that when we are yes. making these decisions, we're yes. filtered through what we currently know which we look at as safe as logical but mm-hmm. it's actually very limiting because what quantum physics is now showing us is proof logical proof of this infinite potential to choose the reality that you want to uh, to create the reality that you want to create not from the past not from what you know but from what you want from your dreams from your visions from your goals which ultimately i think when those dreams goals are in alignment with the divine will and we can align our will with the divine will Mm -hmm. to to realize that they're the exact same thing uh because what we want is what god wants for us then we can begin to create these futures from a very empowered place and not from our traumas of the past that keep us recreating the same things we need to uh, move through but in an entirely new way where we get to create new timelines new potentials new opportunities of our deepest desires dreams and things that bring our soul fulfillment that nourish our soul not mm. just our human uh basic needs because mm. you're right most people i mean many people are on the survival wave they've been yeah. surviving their whole life and as a society we're taught to survive and that's about it for most for many people in their lives 
Right. So when they have an opportunity to choose differently, like a family member comes over to who's like really healthy and they just made a change in their life and they start talking to, you know, that person about it, that's initiation right there. And then you just mm. kind of were like, nope, I don't want to be initiated <laughs> into a healthy lifestyle or I don't want to be initiated into, you know, feeling this part of myself in this conversation. It's like, those are, those are the subtle initiations you're mentioning. The thing about initiations and new beginnings that I've experienced and that I see is it is a, it requires you to be willing to let go. And that's where initiation and new beginnings are the same coin, just the opposite end of endings and letting go. In order to start something new, we need to make space and let something go. We need, in order to let something in, we need to let something out. And so they're very correlated. And I feel like that is a big reason why people choose not to be initiated into these new beginnings, into these new changes, because it's really comfortable to just mm -hmm. stay complacent in the life that you have. And it's actually uncomfortable and really scary to let go of something you've held on to your whole life in order to keep yourself safe. And that can be something very simple to something very complex, like being willing to let go of a piece of clothing that, you know, you just outgrown to. So can I ask you a question? Yes. So I know that you started school. Um, yes. And you started college. Woo! But how, when's the last time you were in school? That was high school, right? Yeah, last high school. Never thought like, I'd be in school again. That was like six years ago. Yeah, six years ago. So six, seven. What what made you make this transition? Because you're talking about uncomfortability, and you know, making these changes. And it's like someone who's a yoga teacher, a Reiki master, been through all of these like different experiences as a child, and coming into like fruition with you know cultivated wisdom that it has later served into you know modality and a lifestyle that you very much have thrived and discovered yourself in has brought you a lot of happiness and just tuning into your self-awareness and embodying the divine, which is all really beautiful. And it's just a lot of really strong foundation that I'm seeing. And it's led you now to a choice where you're in school now, which I don't think right. you would have made that. I don't think you would have made that decision if you didn't go through all those um, emotionally maturing, you know, cycles. So I just want to get your, you know, reflection on what, why this choice came about now and, the, the yeah. feelings of it. Absolutely. Uh, it's an initiation within itself because when I was, when I was a senior in high school, so when I was 18, I actually was enrolled in school and mm -hmm. I was planning on going to the university of Arizona, which mm -hmm. I actually visited. And it was just one of the best party schools in the country. And that's really why I was going. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get so fucked up. I'm going to do all these <laughs> drugs. Like I'm ready to get the fuck out of my house. And that's really the mindset that I was in. That's and it. so I was enrolled and I was going to go. And then a few months later, I had that initiation, that spiritual transformation where I became aware that there is a voice inside of my head that thinks and that I have a say in that. And my whole life changed. And from that moment, and that's the thing about choice is it may take a long time to get yourself to make a choice, but a choice is in an instant. And it was like instantly my whole life changed. And I was thrown onto this 
accelerated timeline that led me to become personal trainer where I was like, I don't know why I just want to help people. I don't even know what inclined me to want to help people at that time, but it was so deeply mm. innate in me because of who I am. And I get that now, but at the time I was depressed. I don't know why I wanted to help people, but I was like, I want to help people and become a personal trainer mm -hmm. because exercise was my way to deal with my emotions and, our and cookie trail. the cookie trail and talk about a cookie trail, personal training led me to realize, wait a second, there's more to health and wellness than our body because I was having clients who were getting the results, but still mm. unhappy or doing everything uh, right, but still not getting results. And that mm. led me to become a holistic health coach. I went to online school for a year, Institute of Integrated Nutrition, where I learned how to holistically approach life, mind, body, mm. and spirit, which then led me to yoga, which then led me to Reiki, which then led me to all these other, other subtleties and modalities, which ultimately brought me to school because going very deep from the body all the way up into the spiritual realms, metaphysical ideas, mm -hmm. occultism, and so forth. Yes. It's so just, I, I, <laughs> I, I really resonate with that <laughs> whole initiation process because like, again, like getting to a really gritty, dense part of your being slowly transitioning slowly getting to buddhism slowly getting to mantras and mm. breathing and visualizing when i was 16 and getting into just like random chakra sounds mm. and then having these incredible experiences um with you know being completely just within my own being self-regulated with no um, mind-altering substance and mm. just sound and breathing and having all these visions and uh, trances and visitations from other uh, dimensional beings and intense bodily sensations and just taking that as well this is beautiful this is healing i'm detoxing i'm having these crazy powerful realizations that would have taken me like months to come to terms with if i just sat and didn't like breathe and sing or tone about it mm. and then then you know going through certain breakups and coming to a place of, you know, I got to do better for myself. I can't keep depending on other people to, you know, validate me and then going out and stepping out of that comfort zone and just doing things for myself and not waiting for someone to do it with me. And I found myself there again, <laughs> as, as far as I've come in my journey, there was this moment um, with this relationship that I mentioned before that I really had to stand up for myself. And the way I stood up for myself in the past was aggressive. It was not graceful. I wanted to hurt the other person. I wanted to know they hurt me and I wanted to make sure like they lost the privilege of speaking to me. Mm. And now, you know, and now I'm in a similar feeling of I'm not standing up for myself. I'm making myself small. So I'm being initiated into a deeper value of my self-worth in that moment I had. And then I made that the choice, like you said, was already made. Like I felt it in my heart. I felt it in my gut. It was my mind that was really trying to rationalize. Like, oh, maybe there's another we can we can do this. And the mm. only reason why I wasn't listening to the primal, intuitive, first pulse of the choice was because I was afraid of losing control. And that's what you're stating with surrendering to this divine, surrendering to the grand plan. And, you know, I made that choice. And a few weeks later, this person has contacted me and told me, you know, you made the right choice. I don't think we could have been able to thrive together in that dynamic. And... I think it was a really good choice that you had to separate from each other and initiate oh. 
these different levels of growth for each of us that we can do for each other. And again, every being is full of love and every moment therefore is created from this like beautiful, pure, unconditional love and just tapping into that and surrendering into that, that gives you such a highly favored choice in terms of what works best for everyone. And it was only my ego really concerned about how this person would react or how this person would interpret the intentions and my statements, no matter how clear, how thorough I know I was being, I was still afraid of losing control of how the outcome would be, which is how the other person felt about me. Mm -hmm. And I love them so much. So it was like this process and coming full circle into what I was initiated into. I was just standing up for myself in this moment. I just take that as an example of, you know, this person came back in full form of more love. And so did I. And it was a beautiful process. And I even thought to myself, you know, if this person can't come around, oh, well, like I got to move forward (laughs) with my life and I got to honor my own values and my worth. And I think that's what allowed, that's what gravitates certain initiations. Like initiations are just parallel to how you are aware of your values and worth. Mm. And it'll either, it'll either like enhance it, amplify it or completely redefine it, which has happened to me too. And I'm sure it's happened to you in certain experiences where like, wow, I thought this was my value, but this isn't who I am anymore. <laughs> this isn't this isn't worthy of my time. And I'm actually, yes. I need to put my time in something else. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even to get to that place where you can decide that has taken an initiation before that, <laughs> where you already thought <laughs> yes. you saw yourself worth. You're like, oh, I know my worth. But then the situation happens. You're like, wait a second. Actually, I need to redefine it again. And it's interesting because I really tough dude, we're such mirrors. <laughs> we are such mirrors because when I'm hearing you, I feel like I am listening to myself speak and to bring it back mm-hmm. to school. It was very similar where I got to a place in my journey where I felt like something just needed to change, where I mm-hmm. felt like I, there's so much truth, so much beauty to the world that I've been in, but I felt like a huge piece was missing. And I felt that way for a while. And I was kind of like in this limbo state of what do I need? What's that final piece? And it was the last thing I ever would have thought that I would need really being where I was. And it was science. (laughs) So how did that pull? So how did that pull you in? Like if, cause you're, what you're saying is really powerful. Um, At a certain point, and pattern recognition, yes. you're going you're gonna to stop fooling with yourself. You're going to get out of your own way. It's like, okay, I hear you. I hear myself in this moment. I see myself clearly in this moment. I'm going to surrender and stop overthinking this. And what was that for you? Because um, you just said that was like the last thing you thought would round you, you know, keep you well-rounded in this growth period in this time. So what was it? Yeah, it was, first and foremost, it was, that acknowledgement of this subtle feeling that I have, that I'm missing something. And the more I began to acknowledge like, Oh, something, I mean, just, there's something missing in my tool belt and Mm -hmm. it would start to get louder. And I started to feel it more and more and more. And I was really asking, okay, but what is it? What does it look like? And it took me, it took me almost two and a half years to finally realize what that was. And I was feeling like it was higher education. I was feeling like it was further knowledge. And that's how it began was, okay, I'm feeling something's missing. Okay, but I'm feeling it's this. And then I start opening myself up to that. I'm like, okay, cool. 
there's a higher education that I'm being asked to take right to uh, being asked to partake in right now. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? And then I'm feeling into that and I'm seeing the subtleties and I'm listening. And that's just the process that over two years, it's just continued to refine, to refine, mm-hmm. to refine, to change, to shift. But eventually it was like, no, you need school. You need to be going into science and create a holistic way of looking at the body through the physical physiological biological mechanisms of how the body works to the psychology of the mind and to the grace of spirit and how this all plays in to a whole human being and that's initiate that that's an initiation deeper into your the message that you want to exercise and share and explore with the world and you know that's what got you started into the fitness and look how more (laughs) articulate and sophisticated that's oh my god it's ironic because I was already enrolled in school, but if I went at the time that I was enrolled, I honestly am scared of that me. Like, I don't even know if I'd still be alive, the trajectory that I was on, the the depth of drugs that I was doing, you know? And so it's all in divine alignment and it's all happening in accordance to the right plan, which is why I was saying earlier, we're all on this book of life from chapter one to whatever chapter our book is. And we have to be fully present in this here and now Mm, chapter. We have to be in it and experience all the lessons, all the depths, all the gifts, all the joy, because chapter 12 is going to happen when chapter 12 is going to happen. But be at chapter eight, be in the infiniteness of chapter eight, which is what you said, that uh, supernatural presence. Yeah, the hyper present plane. Yeah, the hyper pleasant. <laughs> say it one more time. Hyper pleasant. Say it. Say it again. Say it again. Hyper present plane. Hyper present plane. Say that ten times fast. Maybe. Maybe But I want to just mention, yeah, that state of hyper present plane, which is a great segue into what I was just about to bring up. Um. Once you get that pattern recognition and you get out of your own way, you kind of get the point of what you're saying is refining that list, the art of listening, refining that art of setting your intentions in a proper, you know, space and letting yourself really be in tune and going through the whole thing. And this is something that took me a while to understand because I'm naturally a stubborn person. (laughs) So just to like give you this one last story, um, like a few weeks ago, I met with a friend I haven't seen in like two years. And usually, you know, when I, when I see this person, there's not much um, that we talk about and, um, outside of ourselves. And, you know, I wasn't in the mood for that, but, you know, I haven't seen this person while I'm in town. Let me go talk to this person. I go meet up with them. We talk, we catch up, you know, it was like what I thought it was. We we're just catching up, talking about ourselves. And it was nice. It was just refreshing because I haven't seen her in a while. So that alone was refreshing. And then I meet her friend right before I left. I meet her friend through a video chat call. And he and I just, you know, just pick each other's brain, get to know each other, really cool guy. And then the next day I get a text message from someone else I haven't seen in a year and a half with her, not this friend, another, another woman who texted me. And 
is in a selfie with this guy that I just had a video <laughs> chat with yesterday. It's like, I heard that, you know, my friend Ian, I'm like, yeah, I know, I know Ian through, you know, Kirsten. And she's like, yeah, I live in Sedona. And I'm like, yeah, I've been wanting to go to Sedona. And she's ever since I met her, I met her in an animal activism work. And now she's like into like ceremonial, like plant medicine work. And that was in the span of like a two and a half year, three year, like evolution. And here mm. she is like randomly texting me telling me she just that we both know the same person that I just met last night and she lives near and she's connected with the retreat space and wow. I've been want my authenticity my work has been wanting me to sit more with um other people in terms of ethnogenics in terms of mysticism and mm. ceremonial practices and language like those things have been coming up in my radar and look what life's like okay you're aligned to that your energy's right for that let's initiate you into that <laughs> and yes. I, I, I didn't expect it and it's only because i got out of my own way i was like okay spirit i see that there's this opportunity for me to see my friend i i go meet up with her i'm just thinking we're hanging out and then it opens up this whole <laughs> avenue to go to sedona arizona which i'm definitely doing because i've been wanting to go there to the to the angel rocks the red rocks there's oh. a lot of mystical energy so i just bring that story in terms of you know to wrap up everything in terms of getting out of your own way learning to listen really seeing the bigger picture of your authenticity what really calls to you your choice and just knowing to always honor this uh, divine part of you because that is the grand initiation i think of remembering ourselves in this life mm. Woo! yeah <laughs> so is there any last words you would like to say to wrap up this beautiful episode of ours? Yes, I would. And it is that initiation is cyclical and it oftentimes is correlated to a deep process, a process of letting go, a process mm -hmm. of change and a willingness to embrace the unknown, a willingness to trust in something higher and trust mm -hmm. that you are supported by something higher to get to where you want to go and even more so to where you need to go for your highest good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think all of those subjects is something that I'll definitely explore and maybe you will be on another episode to explore it. But as far as initiations and new beginnings, I think this has been a wonderful time to share and just seeing, you know, what comes up and yeah, just thank you for investing time to create this um, experience for people to tune into you genius thank you for <laughs> all that you are for having me this was beautiful this was an initiation i feel uh mm. within itself yes. i'm wishing everybody an amazing new uh real new year and <laughs> and aloha <laughs> thank you so much for all the love we appreciate everyone who's tuned into this first episode. And yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in to Archetype of Reality. It has been a pleasure and tune in next time. Over and out. <laughs>